His mouth is swollen and that's right around his ears. What kind of anatomy does he have? <laughs> Are we sure this noise isn't him trying to talk? <laughs> yeah, dentist must have given him a Glasgow smile or something. <laughs> <laughs> Your mouth is too small. I need to get in here. <laughs> This is Superhero Time with XV. Hi. Hey, Mickey. And now it's over. Back to shit. Paladin. I'm back. I suck. Ken. God, somebody shoot me. And Fort Max. What a mistake. Okay, so this week on Superhero Time, we've been making fun of Ken's pain and misery because he has his wisdom teeth out, but he didn't have the good sense to turn off Skype when we started the group chat. So we've been picking on him for a while. Good times. Great so, times. So Ken's not really going to be joining us, but we have some lovely excerpts from the Skype chat on the uh, web on the podcast post on the website. So go to tokupodcast.com and check that out. Um... So, Paladin. Yes? Last week when I asked you for news, you started telling us things that happened three months ago. When I ask you for news today, I expect that's not going to happen. Probably not, no. I'll rephrase that, Paladin. When I ask you for news today, that's not going to happen. You're not going to ask him for news? You know, that would be a good way around the whole problem. Hmm? But we need to fill a few minutes before we start talking about Dino Charge. You know, okay. the reason we're all here. Well, sticking to more recent stuff, just today, Toei put up a four-minute teaser video for Kamen Rider Ghost. Now, like, if this had come out at a different time, I would be expecting to hear the show's theme song in the background of that, because that's totally what it looks like. It's definitely unusual. Like, it reminds me of the O's music video. Kind of. You just need to, like, loop in a few clips of the singers and... Maybe somebody getting tackled by a dude with no shirt. I don't know. I missed the Forza video where they had fake Japanese Gwen Stefani singing. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of nuts, too. And then there is Wizards music video, which just... No, there's not. not. Like... Nope. It may be not like the song anymore. Because it was so weird and off-putting. It was really gay. Okay, so the only thing I want to say about this ghost video is... I hope the part with the icons on the spaceship is canon to the show. Because I don't care how much sense it doesn't make. Those have to be sentient things that come on a tiny spaceship from outer space. Especially since they're supposed to be, like, dead celebrities and shit. Well, if you look at the video, it's kind of implied that the ghosts of the celebrities, that is to say, their hoodies with their thematic powers, are floating around anyway and just kind of hook up with the icons. Ah, okay. I'm not sure that really makes much sense either. See, what I'm kind of seeing from this is there's all these ghosts roaming around, and they have a bunch of blank icons, and so anytime they see one, they throw an icon at it and capture it. And then it's their Are there friend. different like, levels of icons with different capture rates? Yeah, probably so, but I think if you hold uh, down and B, it works a little better. <laughs> <laughs> the whole team of ghost types sounds like a big disadvantage, though. 
and then um in the well I, at about at about I the midpoint uh, the... is this with the, is this with the uh uh bug or without the bug because that was fixed in uh generation two so at the midpoint of the with series the space cube yeah at the midpoint of the series though uh they're gonna have to go to um where a cruise ship is taking off and find a pickup truck and then push it out of the way using one of the icons that's stronger uh or maybe just a stronger icon and then get the uh the rare legendary icon that's hidden underneath the truck and that'll be the mid-series upgrade form so do Ghost and Spectre unlock their upgrades by trading icons with each other? Yes. Yes, they do. Is there a glitch to, like, missing icon with no number? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the movie exclusive. It'll just be all... It'll just be a bunch... Whichever one is uh, sold the least, just a big uh, bag of them. No, it will actually be Decade, come trolling. Just be this big stack of barcodes. Come trolling? Yeah, decades come around to troll. Oh, because okay, he's decade. Different, different kind of come trolling. Uh, you'd probably know more about that than me. So the guy playing Ghost is what twelve? He, he is, is this, young. He's he the same age Philip like, was when Double yeah, started. He looks like a younger uh, wizard. He looks like. He looks like a younger wizard with more personality. Which is a step in the right direction, to be honest. Because it means he has personality. So, like, so he he's like 17, right? Yeah, probably so about that. The show is centered on a, a dead teenager, which is kind of awesome. But let's start off the show by killing off a minor. That's fun. Kids love that. Yeah. And in addition to other casting news this week, we learned his father is played by the Yellow Lion from Live Man. And that one episode of Gokaiger. Other Joe? Right. I only remember that because I spent the whole uh, summary keeping consistent between Gokaiger Joe and Other Joe. Because I'm amazing and use a script. Um... <laughs> and, uh, floaty... And floaty ghost is, uh... Voiced by Oyuki, is it? Who uh, voiced um, well, Madoka and Madoka Magica and uh, Hibiki and Symphogear. Hmm. Two things I haven't seen, so that's helpful. Madoka is actually good. I would recommend it. And I kind of hate anime now, so... I understand it's kind of depressing, though, and I don't really need that. It is kind of depressing, I guess, mm. but... It's, well, it's really just it Magical Girl. Yeah, I heard it was inspired by Ryuki, which is also not, like, appealing to me. Well, I never saw Ryuki. I just liked that it was 13 episodes long and did not waste any time. It just trucked right along with no filler. So here's the thing. If you decide to watch Ryuki at some point down the line... I tried. If you decide to watch all of Ryuki at some point, don't watch the end, or the movies, or the specials. Like O's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just yeah, watch, I, I tried watch to watch the up. first episode of Ryuki once, and I didn't make it through it. Just watch up to the point Gazelle Dude dies, and then you can probably just stop there. It's fine. I, I made it to the point where there was the first transformation, and then I was like, nope, this is awful. Mm. There's decent elements to the show, but, like, I don't it, think it's one of the stronger series. Yeah. No, Stronger is a Stronger series. I no, already uh, made a similar joke to that earlier. 
Yes. Ryuki feels like you're watching Kamen Rider uh, Days of Our Lives. <laughs> because that's about the visual quality of the effects. I never watched Days of Our Lives. I was more like General Hospital. Oh, okay. Although I imagine the visual effect quality... Now, I'll tell you what had visual effect quality, and I mean not at all visual effect quality, was uh, that one NBC started called Passions, which had, I like, I wanted the... to watch Passions, because I heard it was amazing. They had, like, magical midgets and witches in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? It, yeah, it was like a soap opera who totally got what a soap opera should be. Exactly. Which is completely ridiculous. Uh-huh. It was doing all the things right. Yeah, seriously, if I was at home all the time, I would all be be all about watching telenovelas on Univision. Because <laughs> that shit looks so fun. Paladin, news. Okay. So, it's also been confirmed that Kamen Rider Drive's story, and yes, I know I'm using that term loosely, ends at episode 47, and 48 is an epilogue team-up between him and Ghost. So we're doing that again. Yes. Which is kind of weird, but okay. That, that's how Wizard started out. Actually, that's how Gaim started out. Is it? Oh, you're, yeah, that's yeah, how Wizard, Wizard ended with the decade episodes. Wizard, yeah, that's Wizard fun. did that in two parts. Wizard had like a five-second cameo at the end of Forza. Yeah, with yeah, I mean they like focused on the ring. So yeah, I guess they want to go through that and not do like a Gaim, you know, post-apocalypse recovery thing. I don't know. I liked the last episode of Gaim, but then I also liked the Kikaider episode. I liked all of Gaim, and the Gavin episode of GoBusters. I miss Gaim. I miss GoBusters. Yeah, that's true too. Okay, let's see. Why couldn't Gaim and GoBusters have had a crossover? I think the universe would have broken at that point. <laughs> Hiroma would not be having that nonsense with fruit. Look, all Jin their ro- would have been all about it. Juicy. All their robot friends are named after food. What's the problem if, you know, the samurais are wearing fruit? It's all basically the same thing. Plus, just imagine we've got, like, the TV show only uh, buddy roid uh, arms. Ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Just this giant Nick head dropping out of the sky on Hiromu. And he would miss. <laughs> Maybe like the, the GoBusters could have gotten their own food upgrade forms. Like, you know, Yoku could have like a piece of chocolate that comes in over her head. And like just comes down and forms armor around her thighs in midsection. Well, no, okay, so that's the thing that like the, the food upgrade things would be based on what the Buddy Roid's food names are. So she would have a lettuce drop on her. Okay, yes. Unfortunately, you know, Gorosaki would just generate banana arms. Uh, lettuce arms would be based off melon, I believe. Yeah, probably. Of course, Beach would just have arms of his head. Of yeah. course, uh, Nick is not food-related. Meat. Then he'd just turn into a giant chicken and drop on Hiromu's head. <laughs> no, the the food pun in his name is... Uh, Niku, which is, like, beef. Ah, okay. Everybody just calls him by the food part of his name instead of the animal part of his name like they do the others. Because, what's consistency? No, I just had this image in my head of a giant cheetah head falling on Hiromu. And, 
yeah, missing sort of like it falls on its head but doesn't turn into armor. It just knocks him on the floor. <laughs> so and yeah, Nick head would get lost on the way down. It would like end up like across a different block. And or it'd land on someone else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the uh, the J arms would be for Masado, but J would knock him out of the way and take it himself. <laughs> <laughs> I am me. <laughs> I'm sorry, what were we talking about before? Uh, other news. So let's see. The Die Ranger DVDs will be released on November 10th of this year, and su suggested price is $54. Okay. I'm sure it'll be less through Amazon in places. Yes, of course. But in less happier price news, the Legacy Thunder Sword set is two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So, so let me tell you, I wasn't going to buy this to begin with because I don't really feel a need for it. Like, I'm glad it exists for the people who do want it. On the other hand, at this price, even if I was interested, I wouldn't be interested. Of course, now when this doesn't sell because they set the price too damn high, they can point at it and say, "Hey, we have proof people don't buy anything beyond season one." Well, okay, here's the thing, though, because, like, they did Legacy Titanus at an insane price also, and that didn't stop them from doing this. If they produce these in numbers that make sense for the price point, it's not going to be a problem. Which is debatable, because he's apparently one to a case. <laughs> Wait, Titanus or the Megazord? The Thunder Megazord. Well, there you go. Because, like, a, you know, Toys R Us is not going to order, like, ten cases of this. You know, they're going to order enough... They're going to order enough to fill a facing two times. You know, and then by the time those sell out, the distribution will be over with anyway. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they're looking at this from the price point they've set and taking the stuff they've done in the past also in consideration... They will make these in quantity where it's not going to be, you know, completely toxic to the stores, and it's not going to make it where nobody wants to carry further assortments. Because if anything was going to do that, it would have been Titanus. Because that thing was that thing started at two fifty, didn't it? No, I'm pretty sure it just started at two hundred. And then I think it went down. It's going to die with Legacy Tour. It'll oh, be four hundred dollars. I hope they have sense enough to just not do Legacy Tour, because, I mean, who even cares? Actually, well, what they'll the reason do why the Thunder Megazord is <laughs> so expensive is because it comes with feet, a head, and uh, some guns that you can put on a box. No, well, Legacy Tour is going to be sold as? It's going to be sold in a special gift set with the Thunder Megazord in it. And the Tiger Zord. No, it'll just be a gift set of Tour and the Tiger Zord, because everybody, you know, got the Tiger Zord already first, because it was there. No, if you've already bought the earlier Zords, you'll be getting second copies of them to get tour. Oh, okay. That's what they'll do. Or battle-damaged uh, Legacy Megazord. See, what I want, and this has nothing to do with the Legacy stuff per se, but I want toys of the Dino Zords that can be turned into their Thunder Zord counterparts. I'm not what, sure like how well a that terrible would work, transformation. A cool idea. Yes, it would be a terrible transformation because it's a Bandai product. But I just kind of want to see them make the effort. Well, there's your problem. You're asking for le for effort in the legacy line. I want to see the actual dinosaur stop motion models change into the robots. Wait, what? 
Like from, from the Zoo Ranger footage of like you know the cheesy Tyrannosaurus roaring at the camera. Oh, I have one of those. That you have like armor you flip out on top of it, turn to the the T Rex sword. Uh huh. That would be interesting. It would be stupid, and something the Bandai could totally do. You know what they should do? They should make some dinosaurs that turn into cell phones. Yes. <laughs> yes, just like the Green Ranger that turned into a cell phone. Uh huh. Mobile, mobile morph megazord. <laughs> what the hell was that? I had something caught in my throat. It was just a coincidence, I assure you. Not, not, not you. <laughs> the, the mobile morph. Oh yeah, that thing. What the hell were they on? <laughs> and did they? Well, whatever they were on, I think Ken is on it now. <laughs> All right. In other news, season two of the Garo anime is called The Crimson Moon. And Inoue is writing it. Well, I well, think I'll skip that. <laughs> he's one of six, to be totally honest. And I've never heard of anyone else they have listed here. Isn't Shoaikawa one of them? He's the story editor. Meaning that it's the person who will make the show actually be, you know, stable. Well, Someone who will oh. keep Inoue in line. Well, except remember, Shoaikawa is the guy who uh, wrote the first FMA anime uh, and Elrica 7AO. And there's somebody here from Full Metal Brotherhood and JoJo. Ooh, and Queen's Blade. Awesome. Maybe we'll see some tits. Well, it's Garo. It's Garo. Well, I meant like offensive tits, not classy tits like Garo does. <laughs> <laughs> I had no interest in, I had no interest in the first season Garo anime, and I don't even know if Ken's watched it yet. So that news item wasn't really going to get a lot of play this week either way. Yeah, I figured, but it would be expired by next time. Also, Figure Arts in the Garo is a February web exclusive. Awesome. Okay. Not to worry about. <laughs> Didn't we get a date for Die Ranger here recently? I just said that. I wasn't listening. November 10th, so I was wrong, it is this year. Okay, we also have supposed character bios online for the Power Rangers 2017 reboot film. Do we care? I don't think so. Well, I think it's interesting that they're keeping the original cast names of Zach, Kimberly, Jason, and Billy. Yeah. I mean, those names don't really age well to um, the 2015 teenage name pool. Yes, and among the highlights, Billy has OCD, Zach lives in a trailer park, and Kimberly was mysteriously absent from school for six months. Mono. Oh, I was thinking pregnant. <laughs> well, those go hand in hand. <laughs> or she was abducted by aliens. That'd be a plot twist. Why don't we get, uh, you know, get Ed Knight Shyamalan to do a Power Rangers movie? But then the cast would all be white. You know, like the Airbender movie. Who's playing with the toy? What is it? It sounds more interesting than the news. What is it? Tiger Zord. Ah. Right, so news? Okay, here is the rest of the main cast for Kamen Rider Ghost. Pretty much no one I've seen before, but... I need to eat up some time. Unless I'm mistaken, all these people are Japanese. Hmm. That seems to be accurate. And who's letting air out of a balloon? Skype. Oh, okay. 
Is that Fort Max's radio voice kicking in? You know, Kamen Rider Spectre Human would be a great writer name. Kamen Rider Spectre should like fight James Bond. Didn't we make that joke recently? I don't know. It sounds like something I was trying to make but didn't get around to it. Oh, okay. It's a pretty obvious lame joke, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Sounds like us. Low effort is all about what we're about. Yeah. That's why we're the number one toku-themed podcast ever. Because all the other ones have stopped producing. Have they? I don't, I don't know. care. Paladin, didn't the Toku Nation one shut down? I think so. And also I blame the original... driving a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Single-handedly and... killed an entire fandom. <laughs> There's still people who really love Drive. For some and reason. they've got really bad taste, and... so I don't care what they think. I'm not saying you should, I'm just saying like there's people who still really love Drive, and I can't figure out why. There's also people that love the Marvel movies, too. And Ghost Sager. It doesn't seem like a fair comparison, but I'll move on. Lastly, and there's the Nazis, original too. Com- <laughs> <laughs> yes, Paladin? The original Kamen Rider series is coming to Blu-ray, if anyone has 121,000 yen to spare. Per volume, right? No, that's total. Oh, okay. Let me check my couch cushions for the yen I might have floating around. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Deca Ranger uh, Fox 1 Blu-ray is out, and it is worse than expected, actually. Really? Yeah. Uh, in one of the extras, I actually noted there's a frame where that totally forgot to de-interlace before they upscaled. I bet that looks swell. What does interlacing look at like at 1080p? <laughs> I think it's more a matter of what does 480i interlacing look like at 1080p. Because <laughs> like if you interlace it at 1080, I mean TV is broadcast in 1080i, so like there is interlacing at 1080. But oh, we actually have an image. Fantastic! I can't wait to see this. Oh, good. Let's take a look. Oh dear Jesus! Hey. Yeah, that is about what I expected. This looks like a, a terrible video effect they do to simulate like a digital world or something. Or an earthquake. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's unfortunate. In many ways. How much were they charging for that damn thing? Uh, same as any of the other boxes. Uh, it's about a car much. payment. Yeah. Man, it's even worse when I like, put this to full size. Seriously, why can't they get this shit right? How incompetent are they? Why can't they just hire Fort Max to do this? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If they had done the, uh, if they had put, done, uh, what would be the best visual results and just put it on Blu-ray, put two, the whole series on, like, two Blu-ray discs, no upscaling, they wouldn't even have to, uh, bother with, uh, making sure that didn't happen because they wouldn't be having to resize anything. This but then it, wouldn't be, then it wouldn't be 1080, and they can't have that. They might as well just put the menu fonts in, like, Comic Sans or something. What does Comic Sans look like if you, you know, write kanji with it? Probably better than this. <laughs> Yeah, 
Okay, so is that all of our news for this week? Pretty much, unless you want me to go into Dino Charge spoilers. No? Didn't think so. <laughs> Let's just didn't go into get, Dino Charge. Didn't we have a conversation about that on Twitter earlier? I believe so, yes. Hey, Superhero Time Pro tip. Don't be an ass and spoil by live-tweeting out-of-region Dino Charge episodes. Hey, Mickey tip. Don't follow people who do that. Well, there's that, too. So, yeah, as soon as I can find my... Oh, you favorited that. That's why that made that noise. Stop making noise! Right, anyway, so, uh, Dino Charge? Sure, sure. Unfortunately, due to technical problems, Mickey wasn't able to watch this week's episode in time for recording. Curse you, Nick.com. Well, you just need to set up the uh, episode downloading thing like I have. And then it won't matter. And it's been ten episodes. They should put the damn thing on Netflix by now. Well, apparently they're not even, like, giving Hulu any episodes anymore, so... Can you run Python on a Mac? I don't know. I don't like putting snakes into my Mac. Although I'm not I'm a herpetologist. Sure. Is there a version of FFmpeg that will work on a Mac? I'm pretty sure I have that installed. Oh, okay. Well, then you're I don't know how to work there. it, but I have it. Okay, so like, here's the thing. Like, What you do is you install Python on your system, and you get um, a Python script... That will download the episode. You put that in the folder with your FFmpeg. I have already stopped listening. And then you just double-click on the script, and it'll... It's a little more complicated than that, but it's actually a really simple process once you get it set up. Oh, God, I want to die. <laughs> Look, all you have to do is go in the basement where the power chamber is, and then find the sound in the trigger magnum. How many D-cells should I put into that? Uh, just enough until it starts buzzing. Was well, I'm on a Mac, it buzzes on its own. Oh, your Mac has the vibrator option? At least for your throat. Oh. So, Paladin, I guess you're responsible for Dino Charge this week. Okay. To all of our listeners, I'm sorry, but not sorry. No, you're not. I all already right. said I wasn't. Okay. So, the Power Rangers are preparing for a visit from the Nova Corps so they can display the treasures of Xandar. Time for Plan Xander? Well, that never works. Oh. Meanwhile, Ms. Morgan has passed out working at the computer overnight, surrounded by fast food wrappers, which Coda is disappointed he cannot scavenge anything from. <laughs> this episode does have some good moments of Coda being in a completely different episode from everybody else. And she tells them she has invented a new battery called the Dino Drive Mode, which they can use in the Megazord. But only the Megazord. Otherwise, they won't match why... the Sentai. Otherwise, they won't match the Sentai footage. They already don't match that. Eh, never mind. <laughs> so, test. Um, I I would not be surprised if they end up using the Dino Drive uh, outside. Uh, yeah, probably. The regularly in the second year. Probably. So, Shelby's talking to some kid named Julian, who we've never seen before and may not see again, trying to convince Ms. Morgan that his art is actually worth being in the museum. But, you know, it's a museum, not an art gallery. Right. 
Although he draws shoes very well. Anyway, they go outside to unload the treasures, and Riley tells them the story of Sir Ivan, but not appearing very much in this episode. <laughs> There's a brief story about how Sir Ivan found a sacred relic called the Stone of Xandar 900 years ago. Which Shelby keeps interrupting to talk about how royalty is stupid. I don't necessarily blame her for that. But then a giant tronodon flies overhead and they run away before it can shit on them. Ah, well, you're kind of skipping over the best part of that, though, where um, Coda interrupts the story and puts his hand over uh, Riley's mouth. Eliciting the best reaction shot, too. And Coda's all, I hear Big Eagle. I don't think that's what that is, Coda. It must be Eagle Man! It must be Eagle Man! I've got something... For you! Anyway, I like what they do for the battle here, where they start calling the Zords before they morph. Which is a good way to blend the Sentai footage. But yes, meanwhile, Fury has brought out the Terra Charge Terra Zord once again and transformed it into Megazord mode, complete with Cape. Well, Capes make robots cooler, apparently. Yes. More Megazords should have capes. So when they all have the Zords out, Ms. Morgan calls them and tells them the new toys are in store, so they have to activate Dino Drive mode. <laughs> Although that's some good timing since, you know, I mean, the figures showed up, like, within the last month. So yeah, this is our upgrade form. It's, uh, okay, I guess. It blends in better than, like, you know, Mega Mode. The Mega Mode suits looked like they had more effort put into them, though. Which, you know, makes them not blend in at all. So, they managed to fight off the Terra Charge Megazord once again. Although, it should be pointed out that the uh, Dino Drive power-up doesn't actually help, like, at all. Right. I don't know why they waited this long to introduce something like that. So, when they return to the museum, Koda immediately gets his head stuck in one of the relics. <laughs> well, there might have been food in there. True, true. Yeah, so and he it... spends the whole rest of the scene in the background, stumbling around trying to get his head out of a helmet. And Shelby complains about the princess's tiara. She's just mad that it's not magic. Because she wanted to be Sailor Moon. She doesn't know it's not magic. She didn't throw it at anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so they all try to pick up the last crate when it starts growing with... Glowing for some reason, and it turns out the Stone of Xandar is the gold gem. Surprising absolutely everybody! Wait, no. No, no. And so the Power Rangers proceed to steal, you know, a relic from another civil or another country anyway. Yes. And they decide that they can use this to lure out Fury and get back control of the Terrazord. Well, the first option is just... You know, we should probably just hide this so he doesn't know it exists. That's like, Which no, I got better. Anyway. I got a better idea. Let's tell him exactly where it is. So after Fury recharges the uh, Terra battery once again, he walks in on Poisandra watching, I guess, this universe's equivalent of TMZ. Featuring a story on the museum and the Stone of Xandar. So to lure him out, Shelby has agreed to play the Princess of Xandar. But she is completely unable to walk in high heels. 
Although Coda just admires her because she looks like cotton candy in that dress. <laughs> She's also just kind of mad about having to pretend to be a princess. Until Tyler shows up pretending to be the prince. <laughs> yeah, see, Kendall had said that, okay, fine, I'll just do it myself. Since you're too much of a baby to, you know, take one for the team. And when Chase says she looks hot, she throws a shoe at him. <laughs> and then Keeper wanders through going, well, excuse me, princess. Actually, Keeper's presence in this episode is kind of disappointing. Yeah, he's not threatening enough. He hasn't, like, sanctioned genocide or anything this episode, so, I mean... Or tr or left anyone to their deaths, or... Yeah. I guess there was so too the much else day... going on to fit that in. So the next day, they're set up for the press conference. Coda's up a tree, Riley's acting as a security guard, and Chase is a fake tourist with a fake beard. <laughs> well, meanwhile, Kendall has put on a suit and is acting as their chauffeur. And halfway up the aisle, Shelby stops and calls over the artist kid from earlier in the episode and says she's, how awesome his picture is and decides they should buy it. So yay, that plot is resolved. Or steal it, whatever. And then the plan hasn't right. The plan really hasn't gone, you know, quite right. Because they were expecting Fury to show up before they ever got up to the podium. So Tyler kind of has to wing it. He has to improvise several facts about Xandar that he apparently didn't even bother to Google before this happened. Yeah, he starts telling the story of Prince, um, Prince... That, that Prince. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally Fury comes in to stop this, to stop this and steal the Energem. So the question is, how long had Fury been waiting there? <laughs> and how it... And why didn't anyone notice the uh, cat guy behind the uh, backdrop? Because they were all waiting for the limo to arrive. He was behind the backdrop. That's why they couldn't see him. So Fury takes the gold dinner gem up to the Terrazord, but surprise, it's a fake. He's bad at this. <laughs> it's a fake whose sole purpose is just apparently to make him fall out of the Megazord. Yeah, because they can put an actual bomb in when he put a fake. <laughs> well, they don't want to destroy the Terrazord. He can probably be fixed. <laughs> Really, if they were going to do that, they should have just made it explode before Fury got to the Terrazord. They must not have really briefed Keeper on this plan, because he probably would have tried to send a bomb. And Shelby finally wants to morph just so she can get out of the damn high heels while Tyler and Chase tear off their fake facial hair. And they all reflect on how good they looked in their disguises. Uh, yes. <laughs> so then we have a pretty decent fight scene. The player is taking a while to catch up to where it needs to be. Sorry. Well, it's all Sentai footage anyway. Right, right. Blah, blah, fight, fight. Introduce second team of foot soldiers. For no reason. I think they called them... Sentai, Sentai footage. I think they called them spike balls. Well, that's really not important. Right, right. And fight, fight. Gold <laughs> Energy tries to uh, escape. They let Fury go. Because Tyler finally sees the gold energy thing try to emerge from Fury, and he thinks it's his father. Well, he gets a good look at it for the first time. And I guess kind of makes out his dad's face-ish. Maybe. Kind of, I don't know. I don't know. So as a result, he hesitates and lets Fury get away. So Artist Guy's off to London and will probably never be heard from again. And Tyler tells Ms. Morgan and Keeper about what he thinks he saw in Fury. 
and they agree they can't destroy Fury until they figure out what the hell is going on with him. And that's pretty much it, I believe. Well, I liked the episode. Overall, I thought it was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So now the question is, is Tyler right? Is that actually his father in Fury? Of course it is. Which means they'll probably either break him out at the end of the season or early second season. I assume his dad's going to be played by uh, Jason David Frank. <laughs> well, no, we know what his dad looks like. I mean, there's photos. Those were doctored images. Oh, okay. Now, the well, real no. question is, is his dad's name Ryan? <sighs> no, that would be Tyler's son's name. No, see, Tyler's dad ages up to become Jason David Frank. It's the universe punishing you for VR Troopers. <laughs> I should watch VR Troopers again. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> Maybe it's better than I remember it. Or you could and, watch uh, that uh, video that they dubbed while drunk after the rap party. Oh, I have that. I've had that for years. And unfortunately, Dino Charge doesn't air next this weekend. Because Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Which means, next week, we'll probably be talking about the Tokyujer movie. Yay, Tokyujer. <laughs> the last gasp of fresh Sentai. Well, there will be a Versus movie next year. And right? it'll, it, like, it won't in, be anything positive. Well, the Tokyujers will be in it. It has to be at least decent. They'll share, share every scene with the ninjas. It did kind of sort of help the Kyoryujer Versus movie. But but also, how the Versus movie pattern goes is that the second Versus movie for a Sentai, they're not in it as much as the currently running Sentai. Plus, it could end up going like uh, Go Busters versus Dinosaur Sentai. And they bring back the other Ninja Sentais? Uh-huh. Uh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be fine to get the Kaku Rangers back. I I could care less about the Hurricanes. Yeah, I know we're not supposed to curse in this podcast, but I just want a ninja to fuck off and never come back. Well, we got another six months or so before that happens. Nope, I want it to happen right now. I want the show canceled and then just to air like that little Decade? screen of the Indian uh, and just a, a little dial tone noise of <laughs> during the programming block until next February when the next show starts up. <laughs> I just hope Judd Lin can do for Ninninger what he did for Kyoryuger. If they give him the chance, I don't see why not. He apparently said in an interview he will stay on as showrunner as long as fans want him to, so I think he's going to be around for a while. <laughs> so now I'm kind of sad because I'd be really interested to see what Judd Lin would do with Tokyuger if they brought it over here, because I bet it'd be fun. Well, that's the thing, like... See, I think a Tokyuger adaptation could be fun too, but Tokyuger's already told a good story. Well, so did Go On, but we liked RPM just the same. Yeah, true. Oh, but um, we, just know, we know Tokyo won't happen because of the merchandising aspect to it. They're not going to sell trains to kids in America. That just won't happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Plus, the individual reshes by themselves for Tokyo just don't seem that interesting. There's a lot more variety in the Otomonins. And the thing is, too, like the Tokyo suits still don't look good. Like we got no, used they to don't. them. I mean, I got used to them where they stopped bothering me, but no, exactly. they're not an attractive suit. No, I cared more about the people in the suits. Exactly. Yes. 
basically, I forgave them the suits and the terrible mecha design because, in the end, they serve the narrative. Mm-hmm. Take that narrative away, then you're left with uh, goofy-looking mecha and bad spandex. But great villain costumes. Oh, Lord, yes. That's the real tragedy if Tokyujur never gets adapted anyway, that we'll never see those used in Power Rangers. Table and chairs, Bonky. We Man. And how many we would get toys of, because I... Well, okay, like, that's good in theory, but I have a feeling Dino Charge's villain assortments are going to bomb, and they're not going to do that for the next series. I kind of feel they're not going to come out. Haven't some of them? That's also a distinct possibility. Well, it's September now, and we still haven't even seen the second wave of Zord show up, so... No, they're out. Mm. Well, okay, I I haven't seen them, so that counts for me. Well, I... The, uh, Terrazords out, but are the, uh... The Pekizords also resorts. out. And the Ammonite. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, Last well... Last I checked, they were on Walmart's website. Even more things for me to be disappointed about not seeing in stores. Mm-hmm. No, just, like, seeing what he's done making Dino Charge, like, it's easy to just say, you know, Juddling can probably take any Sentai and make a really fun show out of it. Turbo Ranger. Let him try. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, ultimately, the Sentai footage doesn't really matter. It's just what he puts together in between the Sentai sequences. I'm going to guess they're just not going to go back and do Go Busters at this point, though. No, they're not. Yeah, that ship has sailed. Which is a shame, because, you know, Go Busters had good stuff they could use, toy-wise, too. I think it was really passed over because it doesn't have a collectible line with it. I think that's a distinct possibility. And like they could, also, I think it can't be adapted into Zord Builder either. Uh, if they can adapt the Thunder Zords into Zord Builder technology, they can adapt the GoBusters stuff. Let's wait until we see the Thunder Zords before we make that judgment. <laughs> yeah. Look, all I want is a retro fire GoBuster Ace. Give me that, and I'll be satisfied. As long as it's one of the better retro fires, you know, with, like, full posability. Nope, you get half posability. I'd probably still buy it anyway. Well, that and the Beat J. Stag figure. I wish That's Super Robot Chogokin hadn't crashed and burned. Ace was made for that kind of line. Yeah, probably literally it was. Ghostbusters was such a good show. Yeah, people need to watch Ghostbusters, damn it. I need to get back to rewatching it. People need to appreciate Ghostbusters. It's not enough to just watch it. You need to watch it, and you need to love it. Or else. You just need to have Kobayashi write all Sentai from now on or something. <laughs> Has she done well, any bad ones? What all has Kobayashi done? For Sentai, uh, Gingaman, Time Ranger, uh, Shinkinger, Gobusters, uh, Tokyujur. Uh-huh. Well, I haven't seen all of Time Ranger, but all the other ones I liked. Gingaman was really good. Uh, off topic, but real quick, Fort Max. Are the Sailor Moon R DVDs any good, or are they crap? Or They're about the same. Okay. Not surprised. It's not like Toei's going to give them the good stuff to work with. They're giving the good stuff to Madman, though. So if you well, wanna... I, guess, I guess Toei just hates the Americans. Yes, yeah, Madman's upcoming DVDs are going to be using the same masters that the Italian DVDs used. Ah. 
So I should look for the Mad Men disc when they come out. Yeah. That does seem like the way to go. Force myself to buy a Super S. <laughs> Whether I want it or not. <laughs> Sad trombone. S is so much better than Super. I mean, obviously. Stars is the best, though. I've still never seen Stars. But whenever they get around to dubbing it for the first time, I will. Stars is the funniest and most depressing. Hooray! It just, it just mood swings all over the place. <laughs> it's pregnant. Kind of. Oh, okay. That makes sense? Well, you get a bunch of ladies together all at the same time, they're going to get pregnant. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that's how it works. I'm not required to know these things. <laughs> I mean, that sounds legit. That's, they all get together and they all have sex with the stork, right? Yes. Okay. Right. That's what that um, Hotful boyfriend was about, right? Ugh. Wasted $10 on that game. <laughs> Yeah, all of you said, "Oh, it's I, it's entertaining. I, I it's funny." Way, I thought the way. Uh, no, wait. I I thought that that's not how pregnancy works in Sailor Moon. The way the way it works is that your uh, is that your kid uh, comes from the future. Is that how it happens? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Babies arrive from the future. And that's why Chibius is nine hundred years old because she just keeps coming from the future over and over again. That's why she's so bitchy. Yeah. She's sick of this shit. I need to shove her down a flight of stairs. All right, I think that'll do it for superhero time this week. Hooray, it's over. Yes, because I have to go to the bathroom. So, yeah, we'll probably be back next week with uh, Tokyo Returns or 20 Years After or whatever it is. I don't know. What is the title of that movie? Tokyo the Revenge. Oh, okay. Tokyo Returns is... No, Revenge is better. Go with Revenge. <laughs> Tokyo the Quickening. Well, it was originally going to be the Revenge, but it was changed at the last minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> revenge wasn't suiting for a Tokyo. So what happens in Tokyo the Source? I'm just waiting for Tokyo 5Ds, where they play trains on motorcycles. You've been listening to Superhero Time. Go to tokupodcast.com for show notes and to listen to previous episodes. Find us on iTunes or download our Android app at tfradio.net slash android. Follow us on Twitter for show updates, weekly power playback, and more at superhero underscore time. Superhero Time is a radio-free Cybertron production. You can hear our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, or Palm phones. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio.